of madness. Bonjour and bienvenue to Bathroom Royale, the Regency of Madness. Who will be selected as the Supreme Regent? And who will descend into madness? Je m'appelle Ben Clark. And I'm Eliza Summers. It's been a while since we've focused on this. Well, who has two thumbs and forgot about the Regency of Madness tournament? This guy. (laughs) Who forgets everything after we finish an episode? This gal. (laughs) For those who, who also forgot or are just joining us. Or thinking about... About time you've remembered. <laughs> yeah, end of last year we did a little mini tournament called the Regency of Madness because Charles VI had so many regents and they were all really interesting. So we started to cover them all, uh, and we had loads of guests on, and it was, it was chaos, just... and it nearly destroyed me, but yeah. <laughs> we got through it. And uh, yeah. since then, there's been a lot going on. We've had. Life. Charles himself, the Mad King. We've had life. We've had the end of the Hundred Years' War. We've had Joan of Arc. We've had Christmas. Beginning we've of had New Year. Year. Yeah, so there's a lot has happened. But uh, before we soldier on and leave the 15th century behind, we've got to finally announce who the Supreme Regent of Madness oh, ended up yay! being. As voted by you guys. I have no idea. Voting officially closed on the 1st of January 2024. But if you missed out, don't worry, because this was just a little test for how I think the voting should work when we eventually do our, our proper big tournament. Oh, it's like a little like, prac. Yeah, hap- that'll happen in like five years or something. So <laughs> it's probably like <laughs> technology is going to be totally different by then. It's going to be a whole different system, maybe, but I don't know. We'll see. Um, but yeah, that'll have, you know, multiple rounds of voting as we compete our kings against each other. So this mm-hmm. mini tournament... It, uh, mm-hmm. I, th- I think it went quite well. We ended up having about 150 people vote in total. Oh, nice. And this was across both Patreon and regular listeners. So if you did listen to the whole Regency of Madness, which is like 10 hours of content, <laughs> and if you did submit a vote, thank you very much for your dedication. You've listened to more than me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now, because Eliza, so much has happened on the yes. podcast as we've gone through the 14th and 15th centuries. I think before we get to the results of the Regency of Madness, we need to refresh our memory. Yeah, refresh mine, you mean? Yeah. Okay, how are we refreshing it? With a quiz! Oh. (laughs) I have trapped you yet again. (laughs) He loves trapping me in quizzes. In in my spider's web. (laughs) I promise to make this one quick and painless. Lies. Feel free to follow along at home and let us know what you're And correct is. me. So I've got 17 questions. Oh, quick, he says. <laughs> I keep trying to get to 20 questions, and then I mind blank by about the 17th. So it's 17 questions. Nah. So let's, let's go way, way back to the end yep, yep. of the direct Capetian line and the start of the House of Valois, which okay. is where we left off the last quiz. <laughs> Yeah. Which was like last cool. year. <laughs> so, cool, 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 okay. So, the House of Valois, it starts <laughs> off with Count Charles of Valois. Yeah. Um, the father of the first Valois king, king although not a king himself. Um, yes. What was Charles's relationship with the last direct Capetian king, Charles IV? Is it? I've got multiple choices. Oh, a goodie. 
good. So A, nephew, B, uncle, C, first cousin, D, second cousin. Feels it's like uncle or second cousin. Is it uncle? It is uncle. Yes. Well done. <laughs> so okay, same question, but for the English yeah. king Edward the Third, who yeah. used his claim to the throne based on greater proximity of blood to justify his three invasions yeah. of France. So what was his his relation to the last direct Capetian king, Charles the Fourth? Nephew. Yes, nephew. I didn't even have to give you the multiple choice, but it was the same multiple choice. <laughs> yes, yeah. he was the nephew. I just knew that because Queen um, Isabel. Yes, exactly. The she-wolf is Charles's so sister. Was... Yeah. Yeah. So question three. The Black Death yes. Yes. introduced to Western Europe in the 14th century is more scientifically known as Yersinia pestis, a virus that spreads to humans through the bite of which animal? A flea. People think it's rats, but it's actually yes, fleas. It's the fleas. Yes, people always think it's the rat bite. That was supposed to be a trick question, but you passed. <laughs> Yay. Because um, when you say animal, you think little furry thing. You don't think... Um, no, my first insect. thought was flea. Even though insects are animals. So, yeah. So question four. What is the name yeah. of the Germanic law code that the French used to retroactively Spallic? justify... Yes. Yes. <laughs> the Salic Law. Um, oh, yeah. Used to retroactively justify skipping over half a dozen princesses who might have claimed the throne, including Joan II of Navarre and Isabella of The Salic Law, indeed. Um, yeah. So you're doing really well so far. So question yeah, five. Now. Question five. Which of John II's sons was captured with him at the Battle of Poitiers in 1356? Got multiple choice. So A, Charles the Dauphin, no. B, Louis of Anjou, C, John of Berry, or D, Philip of Burgundy? Isn't it Philip? It was Philip. Yes. Good job. So he courageously de- defended his father on the battlefield, for which he became known as Philip the Bold. Yeah. Um, and all of the sons except the Dauphin were imprisoned by the English at some yeah. point. <laughs> Because the yeah. king and Philip ended up being exchanged for Anjou and Barry mm. before, before Anjou walked out the door and Barry just kind of sat there for a bit. <laughs> <laughs> um, so question six. Um, yeah. Which king of France was the subject of a, a, a book of deeds or biography written by the writer Christine de Pizan? Charles the Sixth. Fourth. Gonna have to pick one. A child. Uh, <laughs> it is a child. That, yeah, who's the one that we really loved? The what? It was before the mad one, wasn't it? Fourth? No, it was fifth. Damn. Oh, you were so close. <laughs> Charles the fifth, fourth. Charles the wise, the one who built, rebuilt the Louvre, that guy. Um, so staying on the subject of literature, um, in yeah. the illuminated manuscript Le Trèwish Heures du Duc de Berry, yeah. which we talked about on Patreon, yeah, the months of the year are depicted as activities that correspond yeah. to that time of year. In which month is the Duke of Berry himself depicted enjoying a grand feast to celebrate a holiday that continues to be observed internationally today? December. 
January, December, January, January, December. December. Which of them is your final answer? December? No, it's January. Jan. Damn. It was a New Year's yeah. feast, not a Christmas feast. Oh. I knew that would trip you up. <laughs> yeah. Um, I hope you would remember because the first image. Yeah. But yeah. then for some reason I think first <laughs> December would be <laughs> Yeah. Um, well, originally March was the first month of the year, but those Romans, they changed it. Um, which makes more sense because you'd want the year to start in spring. Makes Mm, more sense. Uh, Anyway, so in the, in the D&D game we played, this is question number eight. In the D&D game we played to celebrate Bastille Day in 2023, there was a convent centered around a sacred hot spring. To which obscure French saint was the convent and the spring dedicated? Is it a woman? Yes, it is a woman. That doesn't help me at all. <laughs> Does she have a common name or a weird one? It's a weird name. Uh... Would you like a hint? Yeah, I like a hint. I only know about the saint because of you. Because of me? Yeah, you brought the saint to my attention. But it's not the frog one. How the hell do I know it? (laughs) Why do I know it? Why don't I know it now? I will accept... The frog one as a half point because <laughs> she is the patron saint of frogs. Yeah, and I've already forgotten the name. Can't and remember the name. One. Yeah, mental blank so hard on my own one. Ulfia. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. I would not have remembered that. Saint Ulfia. Well, we're more than halfway there. <laughs> so, question nine Which place in France, due to an influential count of the region uh, during the Hundred Years' War, Gave its name to the faction that brought that fought a civil war against uh, Burgundians. Hint: It's also the name of a type of brandy. That does not help me at all. <laughs> no. And the count's name was Bernard. <laughs> Going for M. Does it have an M in it? He was one of the Regents of Madness. Yeah, that doesn't even help me. Mm, I know. <laughs> Bernard. I don't know if you're going to get this one. Yeah, this I'm not going to get it. Yeah, Armagnac. Yeah, I should. Yeah. Yeah. Not... Damn, I'm losing. It's been a while since the Regency of Madness. Uh, so question number so 10. This is maybe... Smart. This is maybe a slightly easier one. It's got multiple choice. How many years did the Hundred Years' War go for? A, 108 years. B, 116 years. C, 127 years. Or D, 155 years. C. C. No, it's B, 116 years. Although I would also have accepted D, 155 years. It depends if you're going by the Siege of Bordeaux in 1453 
or the Treaty of Atalpla in 1492. Okay. Because <laughs> there's one where they stop fighting, and there's one where they actually make the treaty. <laughs> Which doesn't happen for another 40 years. <laughs> okay. Yeah, but sadly, it's not 127 years. That's just a random number I made up. Um, so question 11. By marrying Valentina Visconti, Duke Louis mm-hmm. I of Orléans gained for his family a strong claim to which Italian city-state? Sicily? Or Naples? Mm. Naples. Sicily, isn't it? Sicily or Naples? No, it's Milan. Oh, Milan. It's up north. No, Valentina's from Milan. You're Ooh. thinking of the Anjou family claiming Naples, oh. which is a different claim. That's, That's important why. to know for next episode. <laughs> so, question 12. What is the relationship between Charles VI of France and Henry VI of England, both of whom suffered a similar mental illness? So, A, Charles is Henry's grandfather. B, Charles is Henry's uncle. C, Charles is Henry's great-uncle. Or D, Charles is Henry's cousin. Cousin? Well, technically everyone's cousins, but there's a... But, um, great you know what? Let's then. get rid of cousin as an option. <laughs> okay, great everyone's uncle. Also cousin. No, grandfather. Oh. Because Charles VI's daughter, Catherine of Valois, is Henry's mother. Oh, I don't know why I was thinking further down the line. And it's it's assumed that it's it's through her that um, Henry ends up inheriting the mental illness. Mm. Yeah. So, question thirteen: Which of the Regents of Madness was murdered on a bridge in front of Charles the Seventh of France, possibly on Charles's orders? Philip. Uh, you're you're close. It's not a Philip. His dad's a Philip, but he's not a Philip. Charles. Louis. A no. John. None of well, the common y- name. Yeah, but that's your third guess. <laughs> I don't know. I give up. Okay, it is a John. I'll walk you there. Okay. He has, um, an, he has a cool epithet. Not the bold. John the Fearless. Oh, right. Yeah, that old guy. I was so good uh, at the start, and then I've just... I'm guessing yeah, modern history just isn't for me. <laughs> it's because I, I tried to make them easy at the start, and now I'm trying to make them harder because they're more recent. But they're still from, like, four months ago. Yeah, I'm better at <laughs> remembering stuff from far further away for some reason than recenter stuff. Yeah. Okay, this <laughs> one no might be why. slightly easier. So question 14... For her numerous claims to various thrones, Yolande of Aragon, the Duchess of Anjou, was yeah. known as the Queen of how many kingdoms? Three? More? Four. No, it's four. Yeah, the Ooh. Queen of Four Kingdoms is how she's known. Stay and those are, those are Naples, Jerusalem, Cyprus, and Aragon. Oh, I forgot Cyprus. Yeah, sometimes Cyprus is swapped out for Sicily because people mm. separate Naples and Sicily. But you know, 
it's four. It's usually, it's always it's always four the number. Um, so question fifteen: For which of the following crimes was Joan of Arc not executed? So A heresy, B treason, C witchcraft, and D cross dressing. Cross dressing? No, it's B that. treason. Like she wasn't being because she was being tried. One. She was being tried on religious grounds. She wasn't being tried on political grounds. So treason is oh. not part of it. So yeah, cross-dressing is part of the reason she was executed. That's <laughs> stupid. I know. <laughs> so question 16. Uh, and Oh no, it's actually 16 questions, not 70 questions. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. <laughs> this is the last question. Um, so question 16, this is a, this is a low ball. How many times was Louis XI married? So he's only married. What? More than one. But he's. Could be more than one. It could be just one. I'm going to go for one. He's three. No, it's two. Oh. You've forgotten about Margaret of Scotland. Yeah. But she wasn't queen, was she? No, I said how many times was Louis XI married? I didn't say how many queens did he have. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's I forgot <laughs> though, because she wasn't Yeah, queen no, because she was before the reign and she like, didn't yeah. she wasn't around for a for a while. But they were officially married. Hmm. Yeah. They didn't have any children. So, so I've got five. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Honestly you I think you did pretty well. Hang on, I'll just, I'll just, I'll just double check. So you got that one. I you got, got that five. One. I got five. Yeah, you got the first five, and then you failed everything. <laughs> yeah. See, I told you I better remember things that are further away. I don't know. Yeah, why. that was that's weird because it's usually the other way around. I know. Least. Maybe it's because oh. I like older history more than moderner history. Modern history, so. Well, you're gonna like some of the history coming up, Eliza. Don't. Um, I know, but when it comes to like quizzes, never. I'll instantly remember the older stuff. It's like how I, when I used to do exams in school, I remember my teacher used to always say, "It's really weird. Most people um will like do better in the multiple choice than the short answer." So she was like mm. to me, "You do better at the short answer multiple choice because you get the correct multiple choice, but then you overthink it and you go and change it to the wrong one." <laughs> Thanks. Yeah. You did that a few times, so, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's why I shouldn't be given multiple choices. All right, so let's answers. return. Now that we've refreshed our memories a little bit, yeah. let's return to the Regency of Badness. So, yeah. who's the winner? The, who's the winner? So, the way the v- votes break down, um, our Patreon subscribers got extra votes proportional to what tier they were on, because yeah. um, because the point of democracy is that if you pay more, you're more powerful. So, so the VIP box they got they get four votes each. The economy plus gets three votes each, and the nosebleed section has two votes each. We didn't have the boudoir mm-hmm. at this point. Um, yeah. And then the regular peasants who aren't subscribed to the Patreon got one vote. Losers. Each. Losers. So we still love you. <laughs> no, we love you all. This is going out on the free feed. <laughs> We're not allowed to call them losers here, Eliza. <laughs> God damn it. Um, now they know what we call them behind their backs. Oh no. <laughs> now they'll never subscribe. <laughs> oh, those peasants. God. So post weighting the votes, there are a total of 202 votes. If okay. we have the, the weightings. So 
coming in at fifth and last place, mm-hmm. uh, we ha- I should probably remind you of who the nominees are. Um, yeah, so, that'd be good. So we went through ten regions of madness, and each each episode we had a winner. So the, so the winners of the episodes were we had Isabel of Bavaria, we had Philip the Bold mm-hmm. of Burgundy, we had John Duke of Berry, we had Charles the Poet, the Duke of Orleans. And then mm-hmm. we also had John the Fearless, the other Duke of Burgundy. Yeah. Those are the people. So coming in at yeah. fifth and last place was, uh, who, who, who are you guessing? I, I don't know. Eliza's like, I've had enough guessing. <laughs> yeah, I'm giving up guessing. It is John Duke of Berry. Oh, what are you in He sadly only got eight votes total. Oh, poor John. Yeah, we loved his illuminated manuscripts. He definitely had the it factor, but sadly, I just think... in my heart. He, he was too much of a pushover to be our supreme regent, and listeners True. seem to agree. Um, so in, in fourth place, we have Charles the Poet, the Duke of Orleans, okay. who received yep. 16 votes. Okay. Um, now, out of all these people, Charles is probably the one I'd choose as my ruler. He seems to have <laughs> been a pretty good egg um, when he wasn't, you know, writing sad poetry. But uh, sadly, um, his many this years of imprisonment crazy. mean he's absent for much of the Regency of Badness. Yeah. Um, but he does make a big impact later on in life. But I think, you know, it was maybe too little too late. So I think yeah. I have to reluctantly agree with this result. So so Charles in fourth place. Then the top three are the real heavy hitters. Um, okay. In third place, we've got John the Fearless, the dastardly yeah. Duke of Duke of Burgundy, who... Who murdered his cousin Louis of Orleans and seized power by himself. harnessing the unruly people of Paris, which is fun to see people do. Um, and then he got himself murdered by Charles VII. So he got uh, 24 votes. Okay. I honestly expected him to get more. Um, yeah. He's definitely the most entertaining regent. Just I'm supposed to get murdered. Was. Yeah. Um, but yeah, only 24 votes for him. Now, second place goes to. Mm-hmm. Isabel of Bavaria with 34 votes. Um, As she's the only woman here, we love seeing women in power. I expected her to do well, yeah. yeah. And she definitely is the most regenty of the regents. Like, she's the most legit, at least during Charles's madness years. Yeah, yeah. Um, And she's wildly interesting with her extravagant court, her family drama, her suspect relationship with Louis of Orleans. Like, it's all... Very so properly, fun times, um, until you know her very very sad end. Um, yeah. However, the winner of the Regency of Madness won in an absolute landslide, getting a whopping <laughs> 120 votes. So we got more more than half the votes. Damn. Um, yeah, and he was the winner across the board, both on Patreon and among the general population. And this is Philip the Bold, the Duke of Burgundy. John the Fearless's father, who was the main regent during Charles the Sixth infancy, after shouldering aside all of the other uncles, um, mm-hmm. and then he resumed that role during his madness, basically until his death. Um, and in addition to having a stranglehold over France, he had a long and successful career making Valois Burgundy the most dominant European court of the fifteenth century. Mm. So, congratulations, yeah, Philip the Bold. You've been selected as the Supreme Regent of Madness, and you've won a place in the VIP box.
Aquitaine. Um, the and, the, and the others. <laughs> Eleanor of is the only one I remember. Yeah, Eleanor of Blanche of Castile, Charles Martel, Fredegund. Those are the main ones I remember. There's there's more though. I think there's more. Well, Anne, Anne of France is now there. Yeah. Yeah. So, and also, uh, thanks again from the Regency of Madness for our special guests who joined us. Yes. So we've got jo- Josh you. from Grand Dukes of the West, Veronica from Past. And Katie from Queens. I, I'm sure we haven't seen the last of any of them. So. Yes, definitely. There will 100% be more collabs in the future. Um, maybe just not as intense. Just maybe not five collabs in a row. That was a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> fun um, for you listeners, but not so fun yeah, for Ben to organize. Those episodes were long as well. <laughs> um, also, if you're listening to this as it comes out... Um, and I haven't even told Liza this, but um, there's yeah. going to be uh, well, next Saturday. I'm not sure if you yeah. can attend this, Liza. Um, so on the 3rd of February, we yeah. are uh, a bunch of us Rexy pods, some Rexy pals mm-hmm. are coming together and uh, we're, we're streaming and playing a game. Um, it's called King of the Castle, which apparently has a lot of oh. intrigue and backstabbing and stuff. Um, nice. And that's all being organized by Brie from Pontifax, and mm. I made some of the promotional art for it. So go to Pontifax to find out more about that event. I'll cool. put a link to it in the description as well. But I think I believe it's a live event, so you'll be able to to watch along as it's mm. happening. So that's exciting. Um, so yeah, go have a look at that if you want to see a bunch of like Rexypod hosts having fun together and being politically backstabby and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> So that's happening next week, and that's the general news out of the way. So that is that is the Regency of Madness. We finally finished it. Yay! <laughs> yeah, and Hope you're happy we. Bobby Lock. Yeah, and we'll see you guys very soon to talk about Charles the Eighth, yes. the king who may or may not go to Italy during the <laughs> crazy the crazy years of the Italian Renaissance. Yeah. It's gonna be a long one. <laughs> That's going to be au revoir from me. Bye bye from me. Bye.